The number one challenge I hear over and over again from entrepreneurs is I'd like to have more clients and customers, the right clients and customers. Well, today you're in for a very special treat. I have a fellow serial entrepreneur who's been out there creating value for his clients, doing amazing things. But in the last 20 years, he's focused on only one item, how you can get a steady stream of clients beyond referrals. It's an amazing methodology. Uh, we're very aligned. I've known Bill for over, I think over 20 years now uh, and he's, that he's been doing this and he's an amazing individual. You need his methodology, his strategies, his tactics in his business so that you can accelerate your success. That's why we're here at AESNation.com. I'm John Bowen. Stay tuned and your future clients are going to be glad you did. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com I am so excited to have you. You and I have known each other and of each other for a long time, but we haven't had a chance to really hang out together, even if it's virtual over Skype. But uh, first of all, thank you for joining us and being willing to share your, you know, extremely valuable insights with your fellow entrepreneurs. You bet, John. It's my pleasure. Uh, always good to do something for you. I respect the work you've done for many years as well. No, we're, we're both out there making a difference. And this is one of the reasons why we're here at AESNation.com is to share. You know, we've been blessed. We're privileged. And we want to share the experience and uh, bring together some great entrepreneurs like yourself. And Bill, I, I want to go into, I mean, you're known, you know, as kind of the referral coach. I'm going to call you referral king. And you've been doing <laughs> the research for an awful long time. And more recently, you've kind of uh, reframed it beyond referrals. And I'm, I'm very aligned. Uh, and we use some of the same methodology and we, with our clients. And it's just been huge. I mean, it's been uh, both for our our coaching clients as well as in our own business. So I want to really spend some time there. But, you know, one of the parts is I want to get the backstory. You know, how do you, you know, I mean, you got a lot of discipline to stay focused on one thing for 20 years and do it really well. But how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, well, I don't, you know, we don't have time for the whole story, but I'll give you a real uh, executive briefing. Um, I, I guess I started out after college as a drummer in a rock and roll band, and I toured the country for a few years, and then I, I did an assessment of my talent and realized I'd be playing Holiday Inns for the rest of my life if I, if I didn't do something differently. So um, over a series of, uh, of events, I got into the book publishing business, and uh, I started and, and built and, and sold actually two book publishing companies. And one was with a partner, one was on my own. So the second sale was really to the partner. Uh, and then I was looking for the next thing to do and, and realized that my passion was to learn and grow. And I was pretty good at explaining things to people. And I, that drummer part of me, a little bit of entertainment. And so I realized that this, this, this world of speaking and writing, and, and now they call it thought leadership, uh, was really suited for me and I was suited for it. So... Uh, staying focused on the referral process has not been a problem for me uh, because it, it really, there's a lot more to it than some people think. Uh, there's some depth, there's some breadth, 
And I can honestly say, John, with maybe the exception of you, I don't think there's anybody else on the planet that, that knows more about this process than I do. And I know that sounds like I'm bragging, but I spent 20 years at this and I, you know, I worked with many, many entrepreneurs, financial advisors, small business owners, you name it. I've seen it all, and uh, I'm, a, I'm very passionate about it, and I think we need, we need it more now than ever. I think referrals are more important now than ever before because, you know, it costs well, the mail. Well, there's so much all. noise out there. I mean, I think I totally agree. I mean, it's you know, relationship business. We're all becoming more alienated. You know, depending right. on what study you believe, there's as many as 4,000 marketing messages the average <laughs> successful individual gets right. every day. And uh, I don't know, some days it feels like even more. Uh, you know, it's not that we're, you know, we see them, we recognize everyone, but we're flooded. And to do that, you know, boy, when we get that, you know, introduction and a referral the, you know, from someone that we trust, I mean, it's invaluable. Let me cuts start. Through all the no cuts through all the noise, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And, and, and it's so appreciated, too. So, you sure. know, let's start, uh, Bill, you know, really with kind of how you think about it. And you've given me a, a couple of bullets I want to walk you through. And the very first one is your referral mindset. And, right. you know, I mean, so much of life is mindset, you know, no matter what we do. But in relationship, boy, this is really important. H how does this come together? Yeah, I call it having a referral brain. It's it's some people are born with it naturally, and some people have to learn it. And there's a lot to it, but I'll give you a couple of, of nuggets real quick. First of all, it's making the decision to build a business based on how people want to meet you, rather than having referrals be an afterthought, icing on icing on the cake. They are the cake, right? The way of the world is meeting people through other people, and the referral is that warm way we get into their life. And these days, of course, I've been using the word introduction, which we'll get to a little bit later. So, you know, building a business based on that. And let me give you an example um, of, of making sure that we, we, we tap into the full lifetime value of a client or a customer. Uh, many of uh, your folks who follow you will be familiar with a concept called NPS, Net Promoter Score. And it's essentially, it's a client or customer service measurement that says, are you willing to refer that business? Are you willing to recommend that business? And, and that's a good question to ask. Obviously, that's a, a good sign of, of customer or client satisfaction. And so all these businesses are working really hard to increase their net promoter scores. You know, are we getting eights and nines in our NPS? There's a book written called The Ultimate Question. And it's a very good book, and it's a must-read. And yet, I would say that it's not the ultimate question. The ultimate question is not, are they willing to refer you? The ultimate question is, are they doing it? And are you getting connected from your customers or clients? And do you have processes and programs in place to encourage and make sure it happens rather than leave it to chance? Most people leave this to chance. And so having a process and being really committed rather than dabbling in the referral process. So, I mean, we've helped. I just uh, spoke for a group. We helped them increase their referral business by 500% over the last year just by putting the right focus on it, right? What you put your attention on grows stronger in your life. So keeping the score raises the score. All these little expressions that I like to use, and it's just about focus and having a few systems in place doesn't hurt. No, it's, I mean, I think this is so critical, what you're, you're sharing, Bill, because you know when I, I a fellow uh, entrepreneur, Dan Sullivan, strategic coach, Dan, uh, I joined his program about four years ago, and. And quite honestly, I was not 
in my new businesses, when I was in financial services and I, you know, providing services to the affluent and ultra affluent, we were extremely systemic uh, referrals and introductions. And then in our new business, uh, you know, the CEG, the coaching side, not the entrepreneur side, uh, we've been doing it for about 10 years or not quite 10 at that point. And, and uh, I asked Dan, you know, growing his business, what was most important and over half his business was referral. And he shared with me the systems he was doing. And we, that just immediately like that, oh, you know, boy, I mean, how could I have missed that? A duh moment. And I'll we put it. In. Yeah. I'm sorry. Could I let you in on a little secret? Sure. I know Dan, I did his program and Dan uh, used my video training program to train his sales staff in how to get proficient with referrals. Well, and, so. and he, he's executing, <laughs> I can tell you now. And, and so, I mean, I didn't know you helped me on this too, Bill. And, and right now we're not quite at 50% of our new business coming in is through, uh, I, I use the term as you do, introductions. And, right. But it's all about results and creating the system. So, I mean, but the first thing is you got to have the mindset that there is going to be the system and this experience you're going to deliver. Let's, let's take it the next step. And, and, you know, one of the, you know, people get so frustrated, they don't get referrals. Um, and, you know, you call it enhancing their referability. You know, the, you know, some people aren't very referable. I mean, how do we enhance our ability? We don't, well, and I'm thinking of it, they don't deliver a great experience. You know, I, I've had some, uh, you know, car dealers jumped into my mind, as I said, <laughs> where they're not going to be very high on the referability scale. But how do our fellow entrepreneurs, is there listening to this on the audio podcast or if they're watching on the videos, you know, how do they uh, become you know, more referable and enhance that? Right. And believe it or not, I've, I've helped car dealers increase their referrals. I, I have an ongoing video program for one of their big channels and I've, I've helped bankers, I've helped pest control uh, folks. And, you know, one of my big niches, of course, is financial services. I uh, just worked with a bank yesterday work with financial advisors all over the world. Going to India this uh, next week to speak to a thousand financial professionals there. So I'm going to say something that may surprise people. Uh, it sounds a little counterintuitive, uh, but it's true. And that is that most satisfied clients do not give referrals. And so here we have all this attention on satisfied clients, loyal clients, and I'm not saying that's misplaced attention. Of course we want satisfied clients. Of course we want loyal clients. However, that in and of itself is not enough to drive the type of referral business that most people want. So what's the next level? Well, research shows that the next level is what we like to call an engaged client. Julie Littlechild in, with Advisor Impact in Toronto has done some wonderful research in this area as I know you guys have as well. And it's the engaged client. When the client feels engaged with the rep, with the company, with the firm, uh, and I have a hierarchy of engagement, we could go through a little bit, uh, but that's what it takes. Uh, so in her study, 20% of satisfied clients, while they were very loyal, only 20% gave referrals in the preceding 12 months. However, of engaged clients, 98% of them gave one or more referral in the previous 12 months. So how do we create those engaged clients? And that's, that's, that's the hierarchy, that's the experience. So if you don't mind, I, I, I wouldn't mind running through it for yeah. folks. 
And then we have that research too on our side. I mean, we surveyed, I think we've surveyed over 30,000 financial advisors and probably 20,000 affluent individuals with over a million of financial assets. And we use a little different terminology, but it's, it's really when they've emotionally connected with that person, they have a vested interest. They, they, you know, not only have you differentiated yourself, but you're distinctive. They really, you know, they want to share you. And, you know, so how, how do you help, you know, our fellow entrepreneurs get to that point to be able to enhance that referability? Yeah, and I know that there are a lot of financial professionals watching this, and there are many other types of businesses represented too, and this really cuts through any kind of business. It might be adjusted a little bit here and there, but it's pretty much the same thing. So the first level of this hierarchy is, is having a, an initial process that's referable. In other words, bringing such a valuable initial process to your new prospect, not just trying to make the sale, bring them on as a client, but actually create value in a lot of different ways through the questions you ask, through the things you teach them, and having an onboarding process, that that becomes referable, that you're getting referrals without even asking because that's that starts the engagement. The good Here's the good news, is that it doesn't necessarily take a long time to create this feeling of engagement. For instance, here's one thing that anyone can do very quickly in a relationship that builds the engagement, and that is talk about what the future of the relationship is going to look like, how you're going to stay in touch, how many times you're going to meet for business purposes, whether you're going to go break bread, the golf, you know, charity golf outing that you do in the summer, et cetera. Lay that out, show them your client promise. And what happens is they start to feel that sense of engagement before you actually even do that for them. And so they're feeling that. And then a great question you can ask them, by the way, how does this compare to who are you working, working with in the past? And if you have a good process in place, you know, they're going to say, oh, this, this is head and shoulders above that. So that's level one, having a, a, a referable process, if you will. The next level would be responsive service. Now, everyone says they give responsive service. Most people do. It's table stakes. It's what it takes to be in the game. And if you're not giving uh, responsive service, you're history. But that in and of itself does not distinguish you. It does not necessarily increase your referability. Not having it will decrease your referability, but you got to have it to stay in the game, keep the business. All right, so what's above that? Well, continuing to add value. We have to keep bringing value, otherwise we're no longer necessary. And this is true for any business. Now, some businesses lend themselves to that more easily by the nature of the work they do, but we got to make sure I have a process or a system in place to do that. Now, why do people give referrals? Because they saw the value in the work you did. They may, you know, they could like you and think you're cool, but if they don't see the value, they're not going to give you referrals. So that's pretty fundamental. Next level is what we call business friendship, where you do start to create that sense of something more than just the core work that you do together. When, if someone comes to visit with you, don't just walk them to the elevator or the door. Walk them to their car. And then when you get outside the building, all of a sudden the conversation changes and client appreciation events and uh, celebration events. Oh, I can tell you great stories of how to do celebration events for your clients. And you build that business friendship, but we're not done yet. The final level is what I call opening the curtain. And this is when we have now earned the right to talk to our clients, our customers, about trying to bring our value to other people what it would look like, how we would handle if they thought of someone, uh, who we're trying to serve, people much like you, and educating them a little bit about your business, sharing your vision of your business uh, 
but always going to the statement and what that means to you or what that would look like for you or how that relates to you. So when you talk about your vision, but you always do it back and how it, what it means to them, a client-centric way to talk about your vision. So when you put those five things into, 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 into the process, now you've got true client engagement. And as I found also, as you go up the ladder of engagement, you also go up the ladder of advocacy. These people, as they see your value and then build the business friendship and then know who you're trying to serve and why and the, and the passion you feel for the work you do, now they become your advocates and they know how to be your advocates. That's important. Not only that they want to be, that they're willing to yeah, recommend, this is but so they know good, how Bill. to do you know, I'm going to tell everybody, remember that we all this is transcribed. If you couldn't take the notes as quickly, the show notes, and then we have a full transcription you can get at AESNation.com. Because Bill, what you know, what I, I what I'm hearing from you, and and you know, I see it over and over again in what we're doing. This is just so important, uh, and they can make the uh, you know they they really go ahead and do uh, that build that relationship so that now all of a sudden they've connected, and as they've connected, what they have is they really want to go ahead and share that experience they're having with you with the people they care about and that's where this takes off and you know you know, I want to go to the kind of the next step that you have which is promoting uh, referrals because I mean we're, we're now we've got the mindset you know we've laid you know a great client experience so we've we're, we're, we're there you know how, how do we start bringing this so that it's in action because we're all about results Right. So you need to be referable and you need to be appropriately proactive. And there's two ways to be proactive. One is to promote referrals or introductions. Uh, actually, John, you know, let's stop for a second. Just say referrals are irrelevant, right? Referrals are worthless unless what? Unless you turn them into introductions and set the appointment and create the new client. So we're not talking about referrals or introductions for referral sake. We're talking about a process that leads to the new client and the right kind of client. So what is promoting referral? Sometimes I refer to it as planting referral seeds. It's things we can say early and, and throughout a relationship with a client, even a prospect sometimes, that just kind of brings it up in conversation a little bit. It, it does a few things. First of all, some of the ways I teach to promote referrals very often turning the referrals right on the spot. You have someone that's seeing the value. All you have to do is just nudge the process just a little bit and they open up. Uh, in some cases it goes into their unconscious and then later they're having a conversation around the value that you provide and then they think of you and that planting that seed, that promotion kicks in. Also a third thing it does is it uh, it acts as a barometer of their relationship to the referral process. So for instance if I said hey John I just you know, just make sure you know I'm never too busy to see if I can be a resource for other people you care about. How you respond to that could give me an indicator as to whether you're you're open to it. You've you know you may say, oh great, absolutely, we're definitely going to keep you in mind. Or you may say, well, you know, we're pretty private, but I appreciate that. So how a client responds to that planting of the seed or promoting will give you an indicator where to go next. Now, this is not to be confused with asking for referrals. This is promoting. This is creating possible introductions, definitely creating word of mouth. Um, this is where, you know, the social media comes into play where, I mean, I know financial advisors can't do Twitter much or, or Facebook much. I mean, they can, but it's, you know, uh, guided by yeah, compliance. A lot of regulatory things, plus, you know, hitting Twitter, you know, 15 times a day can get a little old. Yeah. 
But your clients are on Facebook. Your clients are on Twitter. Your clients are on LinkedIn. And when they have an experience that they like and you maybe nudge the process, then they'll do it and they'll do it plenty. And I, I know many you know, advisors, other business people have gotten business recommendations based on someone sending out a tweet or, uh, or a Facebook post. So I, I'll give you my, my classic planting seed, promoting referrals. I gave you one that I'm never too busy. That's, you know, that's pretty commonplace. But here's one I've been teaching forever. It's the title of one of my books. And I didn't make up the phrase, but I've been popularizing it quite a bit. And it's simply, don't keep me a secret, right? Don't keep me a secret. A client says, hey, you've done a great job for us. Great. Please don't keep me a secret or don't keep us a secret or don't keep the work we do a secret. And I have seen so many people get referrals without even asking just from this little thing. And, and now to say, don't keep me a secret, there's a little smile on the end of that, isn't there? It's, it's, a, it's kind of a fun thing to say. So if you don't have a sense of humor, don't use that one. I have others for you. But the beautiful thing is that it creates that smile. And whenever you can have fun in this process, it makes everything easier. Uh, so no, it's really, I mean, it's, it is, it's a great line and it's a great framing. And now let's go, you know, one of the things again about results here, number point four is asking for referrals. You, we've yep. gone ahead, we've got the mindset, we've positioned our client experience, we've been laying the seeds. How do we make sure this happens systemically? Right. Well, I have a little process I call the VIPS method. I'll go through it very quickly. V stands for value discussion. And without question, this is the most important thing I talk about is the checking in, checking in with the prospect, checking in with the client uh, to make sure that they see the value in the meeting, in the process, in the relationship. And it's not a closed ended question setup. It's not, have you found value in this process? Yeah, great. Who do you know? No. It really is a discussion, even if you don't go any further, just to check in more often. And this will create referrals without even asking. That's the V. The I is treat the request with importance. Come from a place of confidence. Come from a place of believing in the work that you do. We're, we're trying to serve others. P is permission to brainstorm or explore. So it's a collaborative process, but there's no pressure to it. Brainstorm, collaborative, no pressure. And then S is suggest names and categories. We, we're always more effective when we come to the table with a possibility of who we might suggest. I just took a call right before we got on with the recording this from a, a, a very successful advisor. I've been coaching him for 10 years. He has uh, a $5 million practice. He has $600 million of in, uh, investable assets under management. And he has a meeting coming up with a guy next week, and he says, how do I, you know, where do I suggest names? I, I picked up this information on LinkedIn. How do I bring it into the conversation with a guy not thinking I was stalking him? And so we worked through that, and we strategized on his best approach. That was natural and authentic for him. So that's how I want to end this VIPS thing is that it's got to be natural and authentic. Now, with that said, it may be a step out of your comfort zone if you haven't been doing it, but if you do it enough and practice a little bit, it, it's no longer a step out of your comfort zone. It just is for a little while. Yeah, no, and, and one of the, you know, success happens when you leave that comfort zone. You don't have to go too far out, but go a little out, stretch yourself. I'm going to bring up a tool just here. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you've run into it, Bill. It's fairly new, Refresh. Um, I, I've heard of it. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, use it, and the reason why I like it for all our fellow entrepreneurs 
You can use it as an app. Uh, you can use it on the browser. But what, where it's really powerful is it creates a dossier. Every morning I get a report. And I've got a report on you, Bill, you know, all the connections. And you know, if we didn't know each other, how we could start the conversation and start. And I've, I've actually even used that to print out, to you know, share with someone, because it will show all the connections through our various relationships on social media. And it's, and it's a great conversational piece as well. And if you have an engaged relationship, then you can be transparent. It's well, not yeah. a problem. No, that, I think that's the biggest part is that you've, you've got to lay the, the foundation that you've done, the mindset, enhancing the referability to deliver a great uh, client experience. And that means that you're transparent, you're authentic, and then you're planting the seeds. And then, you know, just doing this, and you could do it in a way of sharing this as a tool, if it's applicable in your business, to share this as a tool. And it's like, oh, yeah, I want to see, what, you know, let me see, because it is interesting when you look at your report of what comes up, and it's free. Now, and, and have fun with that, because here's what you could do you could say, look, you know, I've identified a few folks, and gosh, if you were me, who, who would you avoid on this list? And so what happens? They laugh, they smile. Definitely yeah, no, I, that's a great line because, uh, yeah, let me look at it closely here because there's probably a lot. There you go. That's right. There you <laughs> yeah, go. let's go. Let's take the, the fifth step, which is, you know, one of the things is they get, you know, all of a sudden you get excited and they're giving, you know, you know, Bill, you should meet with, you know, Joe, Sally and Harry. OK, well, great. OK, well. How do we take it from there? How do we go ahead and secure the introductions to really make sure that this all happens? Yeah, hence the title of my latest book, Beyond Referrals, right? We've got to go beyond referrals to the introduction and of course beyond to the new client. But uh, think of creating the introduction like this. The Food and Drug Administration, when it's evaluating a drug for the market, it's looking for two things. Is the drug safe and is the drug effective? And that needs to be, I believe, our mindset, our approach to getting introduced, meaning we want this introduction to feel safe, to feel comfortable to the person giving the referral, to the person receiving it, the new prospect. They need to feel comfortable in this process, and it needs to be effective. So it could be as simple as, you know, John, let's talk a little bit about your friends. Let's see if we can come up with an approach that, number one, feels comfortable to you and to them. And obviously, I'd like to pique their attention just enough so they'd be willing to have that 10-minute phone conversation with me like, like you and I started. So that's it. And then we, we think through it. We figure it out. And here's what I found. Just by talking through this introduction a little bit, just getting a sense that they, they, they appreciate that you want to do it in a comfortable way, but then they start to take a stake in it. They start to get invested in making sure it goes through. So rather than having these referrals that fall through the cracks, we actually have someone giving us referrals, making an introduction, and they want to make sure it goes through. They want to make sure we get connected. And, and then we go from there. They've done their job. Um, but it is their job to help with the connection if they believe in the work we do and if they believe their friends, family, colleagues could also benefit. Well, in the process you've done, I, I got to tell you, Bill, I, I, we do something similar to this, and it's not as robust as yours. But it, you know, it, it works. And what happens, they want to share you then. And they need some guidance on how to share. You, know, you can't just leave it. And what, let me go to the next segment because this leads into it. And it's the book of the day. 
like to do is let me bring up on screen your latest book because this is, you know, people who want to go beyond this podcast and insights <laughs> can go to your book, Beyond Referrals, How to Use the Perpetual Revenue System. Oh, I just love that. To convert referrals into high-value clients. Bill, what are they going to find in the book? Well, they're going to find the perpetual revenue system. I didn't create this dynamic. I gave a name to it, and it's really quite simple. It is be referable. Serve your clients or customers well. You become referable. You get referrals without asking or you're, or you're proactive. You get the referral, now what? You turn into an introduction. You get connected, now what? Well, you got to set the appointment, whether it's on the phone or in person. Some way you got to talk to this new prospect of yours. And then ultimately, you want to turn a new prospect, if it's a win-win, into a client. So those are the four steps. Now, when you have this new client, what happens? Well, you serve them well, you create a good experience, you become referable, and so it's perpetual. But here's the kicker. The beautiful thing about this is that since clients or customers can give us more than one referral and introduction over time, then not only does it grow the business you know, um, linearly, it grows it exponentially. And so by having this process in place, the, you know, it, it mushrooms. And since clients who come into a business are about two and a half times more likely uh, through a referral are about two and a half times more likely to give a referral over time when this becomes your primary driver it gets easier and easier and expands faster and faster because of well that. and the, the lifetime client value i mean one of the things all of us as entrepreneurs want to do is we want to deliver a lot of value to our clients Sure. Well, sometimes, you know, our pricing, you know, just the initial pricing is enough to deliver a lot of value. But if you are able to put your practices into place that's beyond referrals, all of a sudden the lifetime value of every single client becomes so significant uh, because of all the people that they're going to introduce you to. It's an that's amazing. Exactly. So part of back to the referral brain, it's understanding that the lifetime value of a client or a customer isn't just the business they can do with you over a lifetime, which is great, substantial, we want to get it, we want to serve them, and it's also who they can introduce you to over a lifetime if you have some mechanisms in place to facilitate that process. No, that's great. Let's go to the next segment with applications, application of the day. And uh, Bill, you, you and I both do a little bit of traveling along the way. Amen. On your smartphone, um, what do you recommend uh, to your fellow entrepreneurs? Yeah, you know, it's funny, John, when you asked me about this and I was thinking about it, you know, I, other than watch ESPN, so I can, <laughs> uh, and now watch BTN, that my Maryland Terrapins have moved to the Big Ten, so I'm watching the Big Ten Network. Other than those two apps, it'd be Flight Track. It's, uh, because I'm on a plane or I'm on the ground and I want to know is my flight on time, is my next flight on time, if I miss that flight, what's next, what's in line just in case. And so I, I probably look at flight track uh, about more than anything except for maybe the weather. <laughs> no, it's, and when you're sitting at the airport, it's easy to get concerned that the flights are going to be on time. And I'm sure you're like me, we can make quick changes along the way. Let me go to the next segment, which is resources. Bill. Tell me about you know, what you have available on your website. Sure, I appreciate it. It's referralcoach.com. And, uh, you know, there's a, we serve different types of individuals and businesses. So we can, we can serve an individual financial advisor, an individual, individual professional, an individual small business solopreneur. Uh, we certainly have tools for that in terms of video. And, and we have a referral coach academy, which is online and books and 
you know, all those things you might expect. And then we also serve the level of the, the corporate office, the home office, and many companies, very large companies, in fact, will bring us in to, uh, to educate their field force. Uh, so if you go to referralcoach.com, you'll, you can enter what makes sense for you, whether it's the individual portion or the corporate portion. Uh, check out our store. I really do encourage you to look at our Referral Coach Academy because it is a state-of-the-art way of training. There's nothing else out there like it. You'll, you'll love the little demo video because you've never seen anything like that before. It's very interactive. And so I, I don't want to promote too much, but... Uh, no, well, let me promote a little bit. Cause, yeah, there's a lot of value there. And then, Bill, you offered, and I'm going to... We'll put it in the link on the notes, uh, the AESNation.com, uh, uh, the referral coach forward slash reports. Let me put it up on screen. And there's all kinds... I mean, this is just invaluable that you know um, the bill's making available to you. So you know, take him up on the offer. There's some... Yeah, this, I, to me, this whole concept can, you know, easily grow your business 20% a year. And that, you know, for, if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to grow 20 to 40% to attract the right clients, to have, build the right team if you're looking at, you know, accelerating success. No question. I've done it many times. Before. Yeah, no, I have as well. Let me go to the key takeaways. just go over I mean you know, to me there are five key takeaways you know number one you're, you got to have a referral mindset you know you know you really have to be thinking this you want to think big picture you want to go buy bills you know a book you want to be on referrals you want to go over the play the podcast again look at the show notes but you got to have that mindset second good to me the number one thing is you got to nail that client experience you've got to build it out You've got to be referable. Third is you've got to lay the little seeds, as Bill's talking about, and being authentic and genuine and letting them know why you are the right one for their friends, their business associates, whatever type of business you're in, that they should want to introduce you. And then, you know, you need to ask. You've got to put it in motion. And really, if you've done, you've done a great job, like Bill has suggests, you really, it's not asking, it's offering them to share you with the people they care about, that you share that experience. And the last is, you know, that none of this works unless you secure the introductions. And you're going to be amazed how well they are going to promote you, but also make it happen through securing the introductions. Okay, with that, Bill, you know, let me thank you again. I mean, this has been you know, so valuable to our AES Nation mastermind group. And uh, I want to encourage everyone out there to go out. And you know, th this is so important for your existing clients because if you're referable, they want to share you. And all those future clients, they're counting on you. So don't let them down. We wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com